Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have so much to discuss tonight. Salutes to everyone, Jake Klein, Captain K. Salutes to y'all, everybody, all my savages watching, wherever you're watching me from. The New York Jets <laughs> really have some good things going on. We got two Hall of Famers, right, voted into the 2023 class. All right, Revis, first ballot Hall of Famer. Klecko finally gets in after all these years. We'll be discussing that. He should have been in a lot earlier, but he's in now, so that's wonderful to see. Then we also got Sauce Garner winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. We have Garrett Wilson winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. And we're going to be discussing New York Jets quarterback position tonight. So many good things, all right? So let's go ahead and get into the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. Come on over to Twitter, all right? Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. All right, follow you know, me on social media. Follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. Your boy is also live as well on YouTube. Some of y'all don't know that. I get people that run into me, and they go, Joe, whoa. We knew that you know, the, the show, we listened to it through Blog Talk, which is, again, Blog Talk backslash uh, Long Beach Joe show. We knew that you, your podcast was phenomenal. We knew that you did live radio shows, and we have a lot of fun, but we didn't know you streamed them live on YouTube. And I go, yes. And they say, Joe, man, you look great. We like, we like hearing you, but you look amazing. You're so handsome. And I go, listen, thank you. Thank you, ladies. You know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not cocky. I'm not arrogant. I'm just a regular guy out here working with what I got. So if you want to check me out, you know, you want to come on by, you know, sit with the savages as well. Salutes to everybody again. Christopher Phillips in the building as well. I see you, player. Everybody in the chat, salute. If you want to come on by and run into the savages, go back and forth, you know, with them, because I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they are savage. I call them the savages, man, because they just get after everybody. It don't matter who you are. Nobody's safe. If they don't like your take, they're going to let you know. I'm saying so. If you want to come on by, go back and forth with everybody in the chat, all my savages. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay. Come on by. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Give the videos a thumbs up as well. Post content on there too, outside of just the live radio shows. And share the channel, share the videos with your friends and your family across your social media platforms too. Now, it is time to get to it, all right? Listen, the Jets, <laughs> the Jets are shining right now, all right? The Jets are shining right now. 
and we're doing big things. Oh, also, you can go to iTunes as well, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast on there, too, and leave me a five-star rating. Give me some feedback. Now, you look at this New York Jets football team, and we've been a team that's done some really good things, right? Recently, we've got young guys handling business, but the honor ceremonies uh, were yesterday, last night, and a lot of people were looking to see what was going to happen, specifically with the Hall of Fame, all right? We know we have some guys in the building, guys that we were excited about, and Joe Klecko and Revis have been announced as making it to the Hall of Fame. They're part of the 2023 class. Now, I want to start with Joe Klecko. Joe Klecko is phenomenal. He's the only player in NFL history to be selected to a Pro Bowl at all three positions across the defensive line. This was a guy that was part of the sack exchange, all right? Not only that, he went to four Pro Bowls. We all know he was selected in 1977 out of Temple, you know, doing his thing there as a six-round pick. And he was just coming in. He made a big impact his rookie season. He had eight sacks. I think that was a team record for a rookie. He played 11 seasons with the Jets. He retired, though, 78 career sacks in 155 games. He was dominant up front, baby. Him, all the other guys we had along that defensive line, that sack exchange was unbelievable. They were destroying people. You go back and watch a lot of those games, man, they were putting quarterbacks on notice. (laughs) They were blasting people, and that defense was tough. So salute to Joe Klecko, who for years have – I've campaigned for him. There's been many other Jets fans as well that have campaigned for him to get into the hall, and it's wonderful to see him get in there. Finally, salutes to Joe Klecko. One heck of a career, man. Now we're going to talk about that boy, Darrell Revis. <laughs> Listen, Revis, all right. Now, Klecko was a little bit before my time, but Revis, boy, we all, you know, pretty much the newer Jets fans, everybody, you know, that, that is of my age, we got to watch Revis live and in person, all right? Now, this man was something else. The Revis was a straight shutdown corner, one of the keys to the Jets' defense. He, had, he's, he has his own island. They literally call him Revis Island because once he's covering you, you don't exist. You're in the island in the middle of nowhere. Quarterbacks didn't even dare to target anything in Revis's way. Anything that Revis was covering, they didn't even look his way at all. Straight shut down corner. Revis had 496 tackles, 29 interceptions for 466 yards and three touchdowns. That's, these are his stats. I mean, they're unbelievable. 139 yards pass definitive, four, first, four forced fumbles, 12 fumble recoveries. Unbelievable. His season high for pass interceptions was six, and that was in 2009, part of that dominating defense. Revis was unbelievable because it did not matter who it was, whether it was Randy Moss, whether it was, you know, it, it didn't matter. Chad Ochocinco. It did not matter who it was. Calvin Johnson, it did not matter. If he covered you, you weren't getting nothing. And that, it was so crazy to watch in live, in real time, watch him go out there and make top wide receivers in this league, top, top guys, completely useless in games, completely useless. 
This guy was a lockdown corner. Absolutely deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall of Famer. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it at all. And he finished with an NFL record 31 passes defensed. Again, four-time first all-team pro. I mean, Revis has done – he's done it all. He's even got a Super Bowl ring, as we know. He's won a Super Bowl. Didn't win it with us, but he's got a ring as well. And, of course, he was inducted into the Jets' ring of fame – ring of honor, excuse me, in 2022. Revis is unbelievable, just unbelievable. He's also on the NFL's all-decade team of 2010. Revis just did it all, man. Shut down corner, just – Unbelievable what he what he was able to accomplish in his career. Unbelievable what he did for the Jets. Now we're going to discuss that boy, Sauce Garner. Okay, for those of you that do not know, Sauce Garner, Garrett Wilson, they won some awards as well. Sauce Garner won Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, come on. This guy was unbelievable all season for us. I know a lot of people want to put the the island on him as well. I, I'm we'll see what's going on. We need you know more time with Sauce, but I'll tell you what, if there's anybody that's close, Sauce looks to be that guy. The amazing thing about Sauce is he stepped into this season, right? And I don't think anybody necessarily thought he was going to be this good this fast. It's phenomenal, unbelievable. Stepped into the league. As a rookie corner, one of the toughest positions to make a big impact in as a rookie because you're learning so much. You're trying to figure out the feel for the NFL. You're trying to adjust to the speed. You're trying to adjust to what offenses are going to do. You know that offenses see that you're a rookie, they're going to pick on you. When you're matched up with some of these, the best wide receivers in the league, you know that they have crafty little moves. You're facing crafty veterans. And Sauce Garner was able to weather that storm time and time again. He shut down so many great wide receivers in this league. It's unbelievable. And he did great things this season for us. A young guy coming in and playing at the level that he played for us this season, unbelievable. Unbelievable. He came in as a rookie, and you can honestly argue that he's the best corner in the league, hands down. I say that he is, but a lot of people go, well, Joe, you're a homer. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. You think I'm a homer? All right, fine. But you ask other analysts. You ask guys that other than Joe that watch the NFL as well, and a lot of them will give the nod and say that Sauce, this young guy, is the best corner in the league. Salutes to Sauce, winning defensive rookie of the year. Big big accomplishment for him. Then you look the other side of the ball, and there's that boy Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson has won Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I am unbelievably happy for him. A lot of people thought it was going to be Kenneth Walker, but that boy Garrett was able to make it happen. Let me tell you something. Garrett Wilson was phenomenal this year for us. He had 1,103 yards, four touchdowns. He set the Jets' single-season record for a rookie wide receiver in yardage. Unbelievable. And it didn't matter who the quarterback was, he was making plays. Had over 100 yards against Cleveland, 
had 115 yards in a game against the Patriots, had 162 yards against the Minnesota Vikings. He was matched up time and time again this season with tough defenses, not getting calls even though he was getting held all season. So many issues going on. Even the quarterback play was up and down, and it did not matter because Garrett Wilson was able to succeed over and over again. Even when things looked in disarray, there were so many games when everybody else was just not making things happen. Garrett Wilson was a guy that we can trust to go to over and over and over again. Salutes to Garrett Wilson. Salutes to Sauce for winning awards they won as well. We're going to be talking about that tonight as well. Oh, man. I'm, I'm elated. What a night for the Jets. And again, with these young guys that we're talking about, guys winning rookie of the year, Sauce and Garrett Wilson, this is why when some Jets fans start to talk about Joe Douglas being on the hot seat, Joe Douglas not doing enough to get it done, Joe Douglas being some Jets fans, again, I've had discussions where there's some Jets fans that believe that Joe Douglas is a bad general manager. Some of them believe that. And it makes me question, what are you guys thinking? These two guys were two guys that Joe Douglas was able to draft and bring in. These building blocks at impact positions, corner, wide receiver, these guys are going to be around for years to come. And if they continue to keep their consistent production here, that's going to be big for us, big for us going into the future. A young nucleus of players continuing to go on is how you build that's one of the issues that we've had for so long before Joe Douglas. It's one of the issues with Mike McCagnin. We couldn't get a young nucleus. He couldn't draft guys that would stick and stay here and produce. And Joe Douglas has turned that around. So salutes and kudos to Joe Douglas as well. So now I want to talk about the New York Jets quarterback position. And again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. I want to talk about the Jets quarterback position, and there are some things that have gone on, all right? I see uh, Jake Klein is saying, go get Rodgers, nothing else matters. Hold on a second. As we all know, Aaron Rodgers has not come out with his decision yet. He said he's going to go into, I think it was four days of darkness, right? <laughs> and he's going to figure out what's going on with him and where he wants to, you know, go forward whether he wants to retire, move on, stay with the Packers, whatever. But he said he's going to take his time and figure things out. So we'll see what happens going forward with Aaron Rodgers. But there is also possibly another monkey wrench thrown into the situation too. We got Derek Carr meeting with the Saints. All right. He met with the Saints recently, sat down with their brass. Now he's been allowed by the Raiders to go seek compensation from teams that he would be interested in going to. All right. And I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that are looking around and like, well, it's either Aaron Rodgers or nothing. And I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, what if Aaron Rodgers decides that he doesn't want to come here? Because he can do that as well. What is the next option? you got to look at a guy like Derek Carr. You must. But now Derek Carr is meeting with the Saints. He sat down with them, you know, recently. He had dinner with them, continued on, and, again, the Raiders allowed that. Now, as we continue to look at the situation with, between him and the Raiders, we know that that's done. He's going to move on. He's talked about it as well. He's also talked about how he doesn't care if he gets cut because they can release him. Again, the 15th is 
the, uh, is, is the date that everybody's looking at, which is around the corner for us. As of now, it's about five days away. He doesn't care if he gets cut, but he does have a no-trade clause, and he wants to make sure that he makes the right decision for his family. That's what he said. He wants to make sure he makes the right decision for his family. Now, we look at the asking price as well. Reportedly, according to reports that are swirling, the asking price for Derek Carr at this point is a third-round pick. It's a third-round pick, and the Raiders are looking to make a move here. Now, again, he does have the no-trade clause, so it's going to be tough for the Raiders to just send him anywhere. (laughs) They can't do that. If he does not want to go there, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? You have to send him somewhere that he wants to go. He's also, again, discussed that he doesn't care if they cut him because by the 15th, they have to make a decision. If they can't trade him somewhere, if they can't facilitate a trade to get the compensation that they want, something, right? Then if they hold him after the 15th, he makes $40 million this season, and they're going to be on the hook for that. A lot of that is going to become guaranteed on their cap, and that's the last thing that they want. So it's looking like if they cannot facilitate a trade for Carr at this point, and again, we're recording live at this point, There's been no official trade made between the Raiders and the Saints. But if they cannot get something done before the 15th, more than likely, they're going to end up cutting Derek Carr. And he's going to be able to walk into the market and see what's going on and work a deal, you know, that that is the best for him and and what he wants to do going forward. But a third-round pick is what, reportedly, the Raiders are looking to get. So if you look at the situation, man, you also got to start to think, hey, what if Aaron Rodgers decides to stay with the Packers, or let's say he retires? Derek Carr gets released. You look at this situation, man, <laughs> you got to wonder the bidding war that will start for Carr. And I know there's a lot of people that look at him, and for some reason there's a lot of Jets fans. I've had discussions with them that say, hey, <laughs> we don't believe that he's that good. They think that Carr's a bum, and I don't understand that because he's had four – 4,000-yard season, four. We've only had one guy in our franchise history throw for over 4,000 yards in one season, and that was Joe Namath. He threw for 4,007 yards in one season. That's it. Carr's done that four times. His average year here for us, if he came here and just gave us an average year from what he's done in nine years, that would come in and probably set single-season franchise records for us. He'd be somewhere near, you know, the top. He would come in here, if you look at him statistically, and be one of the most accomplished quarterbacks the New York Jets have ever had in franchise history. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. But you've got to start wondering if, if the Raiders cannot make a trade and they end up releasing him, man, you've got to look at that bidding war because there's a lot of teams that are going to be on that. We, I mean, Tampa Bay could be in on it, again, with Tom Brady retiring. That opens up and makes another QB-hungry team. There's other teams out there that are going to be screaming for a quarterback, screaming to get somebody in here, in there, to make plays. you got to wonder, is Carr going to be the guy if he gets released? Can the New York Jets make it happen if everything falls apart with Aaron Rodgers? Can the New York Jets make something happen with Carr? It's going to be a big question. You also got to wonder if it would be smarter than the New York Jets 
to just make a trade right now for Carr if, you know, things don't shake out with Aaron Rodgers, right? Now, again, we've all talked about and heard about Aaron Rodgers being the apple of the Jets' eye, okay? Even Sauce Garner, and there's other players as well, that have kind of hinted towards, you know, the Jets being all in on Rodgers. We've heard about reports. We've heard about it all, right? You got to wonder, if the Jets don't get Rodgers, is Carr going to be the guy that they go after next, all right? Now, when we look at that situation, it started me to thinking, well, what happens if Carr goes somewhere else, right, ends up going to another team like Tampa Bay? What happens if Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to retire? Then what? What are our other options? And I'll come to the Savages in just a second. What are our other options if that happens? And I started to look at the other quarterbacks who could possibly be out there as well, and one of the guys that popped up in my brain that I immediately thought of was Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo could be a guy that could come in here and be effective for the New York Jets at quarterback and hold the fort just enough to make us a solid team to compete, make a playoffs, and possibly make a playoff run, right? Now, one of the things that really sells me on Jimmy G if things fall apart with Aaron Rodgers, if things don't happen with Carr, right, and we miss out on both of those guys, is that we know that Jimmy G has a relationship with Sulla and understands this offense through and through. He understands. He understands the Shanahan offense. This is an offense he had extreme success in, has been able to do things, and him and Sulla have spent time together as well, again, with the Niners. We know that Jimmy G is a guy that can go out there and be extremely accurate as well. Now, again, the New York Jets are committed to searching for that veteran quarterback. We know that Sulla and Woody Johnson talked about that uh, this offseason. And so when you look at the situation, the familiarity with the offense can really help Jimmy G come here and be successful off the bat. Again, we know that Mike LaFleur, we moved on from him, right? He's no longer here, and we'll get to the callers in just a second. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Listen, the familiarity with the Shanahan offense, and even though Nathaniel Hackett is here, we're still going to be running a lot of the same concepts. And even Nathaniel Hackett himself has a history working within the Shanahan offense there with, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur with the Packers. So he's done this before. He's done that before. When you look at the situation, man, Jimmy G with the Niners, he's been able to do work. He's been absolutely able to do work. Okay, you look at some of the things that he's been able to accomplish, two-time Super Bowl champion. Again, that was with the Patriots back up there. But he also made a Super Bowl appearance in 2019. In 2019, he was the fourth quarter comeback leader in the league. This guy was making it happen. When things were getting down and it came into crunch time, Jimmy G was able to drop back and make things happen from the pocket. In 2021, he was the NFL yards per completion leader. Do you know that he has the highest completion percentage in 49ers franchise history? <laughs> That's insane. This guy, listen, the 49ers are no bums. They've had quarterbacks, all right? Lots of really good ones. Okay, Joe Montana, Steve Young, the list goes on and on. And he has the highest completion percentage in 49ers history. I think it's 67.7, something like that. He's also 40 and 17 as a starter. All right, this guy go out and wins games. He wins games. 
The only question I have with Jimmy G is just the injuries. All right. We know that he's been injured. I think he's played 15 games or less the last three seasons that he's, you know, or three seasons, excuse me, within the five that he's been a starter. So there's concerns there. But I tell you what, if we can continue to build around him, which again, Jimmy G is a free agent. That's one of the big things it sells about him as well. That takes no capital to get him. You can grab him directly off the market. And you can make things happen with them. You can still utilize the draft capital, right, your first, your second, all these picks to continue to build your offensive line and continue to build your football team while Jimmy G holds the fort as a quarterback. All you got to do is block for him and keep him upright. We can do that. It also gives you time as well to continue to groom and mold Zach Wilson. Look, I know there's a lot of Jets fans that are ready to give up on Zach, and I hear you, Okay. I don't call him a bust. I want to give him more time and see, you know, if he can, he can rebuild himself, see if he can revitalize his career. But Jimmy G coming in here and being able to help him going forward, teaching him the ropes as a pro, continuing to build him, continuing to help him understand concepts within this offense and also understand how to read defenses, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. That could be the thing that could trigger turnaround of Zach Wilson in his career here. A veteran guy that has been through it all, right, can come in here and help Zach. So those are my selling points with Jimmy G. I'm saying if everything falls apart with Carr, if everything falls apart with, with Aaron Rodgers, we got to start looking at other options here because that could be something that absolutely does happen. Aaron Rodgers could decide to retire. He could decide to retire, you know, after his uh, couple days in darkness. And Carr could absolutely go somewhere like Tampa Bay. He could go to other teams as well. I know there's other hungry QB needy teams out there. He could decide, hey, those are the places that I want to go. And then what happens? We've got to start looking at other options. So we're going to take go to the callers right now. We're going to take some calls. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salute to my guy, Jack Kenna. Jack Kenna says, why isn't the Jets not – why are the Jets not bringing in Carr for a visit? <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. A lot of people talking about that. A lot of people talking about that. All right? I don't know. Maybe, again, maybe that's tipping the hand that the New York Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers, that he's the guy that they're going to go after. A lot of people believe that there's already a deal in place for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I'm hearing. I'm not saying officially. I, you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying that uh, a lot of people saying that. Even Sauce himself came out, I think it was on a Good Morning Football, saying that he knows a little something about something when it comes to you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Gully also said, hey, Joe, we need to have revisionist history about my takes versus yours. I told you Wilson and Sauce would be the best in the draft. Salutes. You, I remember you talking about uh, Garrett Wilson for sure. Uh, you know, I was never against any of those guys being drafted, though. I did want other guys. Uh, Thibodeau, or, you know, was one of those guys. But uh, it is what it is, all right? But we ended up with the best guys, and I did a live draft show during that time and was excited when we took Sauce and Garrett Wilson. Absolutely. Those guys were phenomenal. Um, but I did want some couple, a couple of different guys. We did end up with Jermaine Johnson, one of the guys I absolutely wanted in the draft. And we're continuing to build. And let me tell you something. Joe Douglas has shined, has absolutely shined this year. 
he shined in his time here as a, as a, as a general manager, all the pieces that he's been able to put in place and to continue to build. The, the biggest issue and the missing piece to this point has been the quarterback position. So we're going to get to the lines. 516-0296 United's number. Call in. I'm smiling ear to ear, man. We got Hall of Famers. We got Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Salute all the savages. I'll come to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all callers. First call I'm starting off with is my guy, Colin. Colin, we're coming directly to you. Jack, 347. Hold on. We'll get to you guys in a second. Other callers will get to you. Salute to you, Colin. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know, Colin, oh, he's a savage. And he's a hater. He's a hater as well. He's self-admittedly, you know, he likes to hate. He's keeping it real. Salute to you, Colin. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we are talking Jets. The Jets have uh, two Hall of Famers, Joe Klecko, Revis. What are your thoughts about Revis getting in first ballot Hall of Famer? How are you feeling about that, man? Hey, good evening, Joe. Good evening to the Savages. Um, I'm excited, man. Revis, you know, what he brought to New York, um, we haven't had a guy like that in a long time. So, mm-hmm. you know, kudos to him. Um, he definitely deserves to be there. Like, you know, you said before, shut down so many good wide receivers in this league. Um, he just shut down the whole right side when he played for the Jets. So, um, yep. you know, ha- happy for him. Happy, you know, to see um, Klecko in there as well. And, you know, we have two rising stars right now, right? Offensive rookie, offensive, defensive rookie. So, Yep. We have a lot of good things going on, Joe. So yeah, we do. All, all and, I have you know, to say thing, is, you know, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and the thing, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but the thing that, and that's why when we when we discuss this, right, when we discuss uh, Joe Douglas and we discuss what he's doing here and how he's building, there's a lot of Jets fans that automatically were saying coming into the season, oh, he's on the hot seat. Oh, he, he should be fired. If the Jets don't make the playoffs next year, he should be fired. If the Jets don't do this. And it's like, wait a minute. We're still building. We're in a rebuilding process. Of course, we all expect that we're going to take the next step this season. But to say that Joe Douglas is on a hot seat when he had the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year, right, from these from the past drafts, it's like, come on. <laughs> this guy's doing work. I mean, right, Kyle? Don't you look at Jets fans that talk about Joe Douglas being trash? Don't you look at them kind of sideways now? You know what it is, Joe? We're we're so fed up with losing that the minute someone doesn't do well, we're ready to move on to the next person. That's that's the yeah. point where we are as Jets fans. Is like we just don't have the patience anymore. It's like you gotta you know you gotta come with your A game or see you later. You know. So um, yeah, you, you know it it takes it takes time to build build a team right and and you know we're we're starting to do that with Joe Douglas. I think this I think this team has been the best for I don't know for how long now, over ten, twenty years with Joe Douglas than with anyone else. So um mm-hmm. we're on the right track, man. We're on the right track. So yeah. 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 Yes, but we you are. know there's so there's always now, gonna be there's always gonna be fans that's not gonna be happy with something. So, yeah. you know, yeah. 
that's okay. That, no. That's life. You're, you're, you're talking facts. Now, when you look at the situation, I want to talk to you about this Jets quarterback position. And look, I, I love Aaron Rodgers. Everyone knows we've done multiple shows and I've campaigned for Aaron Rodgers becoming the New York Jets quarterback. I'm on record saying that. I'm on record saying I would give up two first-round picks. Uh, I would have did it last month. I would have did it last year. I would do it uh, now if you ask me, right, if that's all it took. But now I have to start to look at the situation and say to myself, okay, what if Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to retire? Let's go, let's go down that scenario. What if he's out of the picture, so he's done? You look at Derek Carr. He's on a meeting with the Saints. He could get snatched up there, right, or say he just doesn't want to come here. What are your options after Carr and Rodgers, Colin? Do you look at Jimmy G? Are you a guy that wants to go to, back to Mike White? I mean, what do you, what do you make of the Jets quarterback possibilities or position after or if Aaron Rodgers and Carr are off the table? Where are you going? Well, so the first thing I, I think, Joe, and I think I said this like probably a couple of weeks ago on the show, we have to do everything possible for Rodgers. Rodgers cannot go mm. with another team. It's either he retires or he's a jet. That's, that's, the, that's okay. the only option Aaron Rodgers has because that's the okay. only option we're going to give him. We're going to be like, Rodgers, <laughs> either you retire or you're a jet. Okay. So you, you can go in your dark retreat and, and figure out what you want to do, but at the end of the day, you're either on this team or you better be retired because we have okay. – Offensive Rookie of the Year on our team. We have a mm-hmm. Defensive Rookie on, of the Year on our team. We have a running back could have been Rookie of the Year. We have a tackle that could have probably been to the Pro Bowl last year. So, you know, mm-hmm. but that, 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 that's my opinion, Joe. We, we, it's, 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 it's either Rodgers or he retires. You, you, can't, you can't let him go anywhere else. You got to do what, every single thing possible. What, okay, but, so let, let's let's go down that path. But if path we do thing, lose Colin, out of if him, if he retires, yeah. If yeah. he retires, if we though, Colin, him, where are you going? Yeah, he's not going to retire. There's too much money on the table. But but let's say we don't get him because he decides okay. to retire. Um, I I think Jimmy G would be the better option than Carr. Um, wow. Okay. Because Why? yeah, because the, the way I, the way I look at it with 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 Carr, you know, Carr is good. He's not great. You know, he he had Devontae Adams last year. He had Josh Jacobs. He had a good team last year. Um, I think with G, with Jimmy G, you know, and you have Zach Wilson and Mike White behind him. Those guys can learn. You know, he knows the system already. I think he would be the better fit, and Zach and Mike White can learn under him. But with, if you bring in Derek Carr, then you're pretty much saying, hey, Zach, you know, we, we're getting rid of you because you're going to have Carr for quite a few years, and you're not going to have Zach Wilson just sitting on the bench. So um, I think Jimmy G would be the better option. He, he, you know, he, yeah, he's been to the Super Bowl. Um you know, he didn't win okay, in the but, Super Bowl, but, who, but he, he has. Who, who, who is to blame for that, though? Yeah, if you bring in Carr, yes, you're going to have him for a couple of years. But Carr has shown you that he, and I understand you're saying you don't think he's that good. I do believe he's that good. I mean, when you look at his numbers, when you look at what he's been able to put up and things that he's been able to do, it's been unbelievable, right? 
especially with a lot of the dysfunction yeah, he, he that we've good. seen there with the Raiders franchise. Now, here's the deal, and I, and I understand a lot of people want to give Zach Wilson another chance, but if you can bring in a guy like Carr, especially, again, if he gets released, we'll see. But even according to reports, the asking price is only a third-round pick, right? If you can get a third-round pick and get this type of guy who at this point has shown immense ability, he's only 31, he'll probably give you – I mean, you look at most of these guys, they're playing up into their 40s now at quarterback. You can't even touch him. You'll get years of really solid quarterback play. You watch the Jets this season. The biggest issue with the New York Jets is our quarterback play was so bad we couldn't get it done. We down the stretch, we were even we were playing so bad offensively it was unbelievable, but we still had a chance to make the playoffs down the stretch and lost six games because we couldn't get our quarterback position together. This guy's had four four thousand yard seasons. We only had one guy in franchise history throw for four thousand yards in a season. One in our entire franchise history. I understand wanting to see what Zach Wilson has, but if you bring Derek Carr into the building, look, if Zach Wilson can't win, it is what it is. This is a results business. We cannot allow this guy to come in here or be here and kill our football team because we're waiting to see if he's going to get better or not. We've had two years of him so far, all right, and I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Everybody knows I love Zach, but at the end of the day, we've had two years of this guy. He looks exactly the same way that he did in his rookie year. As a matter of fact, he looks worse. There's no excuse for him to be bad. We have every single thing shored up. We have offensive weapons. We have a running game. We have an offensive line who, even though guys got hurt this year, they were still able to block solidly for him, right? He wasn't getting crushed all season. He's the one running backwards. He's the one that doesn't want to play within the system. He's the one that wants to play unsafe football and not play boring football, so he's throwing interceptions trying to squeeze the ball in between three Patriots defenders. So when are we going to take the next step forward? Are we just going to wait for Zach? I'm not willing to do that. If we bring in Derek Carr, he can be the guy. He can continue forward. And if Zach, you know, if Zach can't compete or can't beat him out or whatever it is, if he can't ever be a starter again, then it is what it is. But with Derek Carr, I think he take the next step. What are your thoughts, Colin? Well, the thing with Carr it looks like we possibly can lose out on Carr, right? Because, yeah, you know, they're saying all, all signs point to the Saints. Um, but my my thing with Carr is that, you know, and I, I listen to a couple of talk shows, I, I don't want to jump the gun, you know, and and just say, oh, my gosh, you know, what if Rogers retire? What if, what if he goes somewhere else? Let's just go get Carr right now. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to jump the gun and say, oh, let's just go run and get Carr. Um, I think we just got to be patient. You know, like I say, when Rogers and, and and you know what? The Super Bowl is this Sunday, and mm-hmm. we're gonna know right after the Super Bowl what's what's gonna happen. Um, yeah. But you know, I think until then, you know, we just gotta be patient, keep our fingers crossed, and you know, Carr, Rogers, Jimmy G, right? There's still three guys that can be on the Jets team, so um, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of who you want first to be on the team. Yeah, I mean, we got to so, listen. The NFL moves fast, okay, moves very fast. And I'll tell you what, if Aaron Rodgers is off when he comes back from his retreat of darkness or whatever he's doing to figure it out, if Aaron Rodgers decides that he does not want to be here for whatever reason, retire, say with the Packers, we need to be on the first thing smoking or we need to make whatever, you know, needs to, to be made happen to make sure that Derek Carr is in New York Jets. So before I let you go, Colin, because you've been bringing some heat, Give me your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Who do you think wins? Chiefs, Eagles. Give me your pick, man. 
Uh, you know what? Um, it's it's this is an interesting one. So for me, I don't have a favorite. I think um, either team win. Um, I'll be happy for you know either quarterback. You know, either Mahomes get his second ring or Hurst get his first. Um, mm. So I'm I'm fine with either one. Um, come on, come I don't I don't even have it. I don't even have a favorite. Don't um, don't run, don't run from so, the so, so, Don't run. So if I have to give us a take, who you take? Team. If I have to take a team, I'm going to take the Chiefs only because my my wife loves Mahomes. So um, okay, all right. So you know, I don't want to have to like fight with her. <laughs> okay. Well, Colin, listen. Oh, I want to thank one, you for other, calling one, in. one other thing, really quick, Joe. Go ahead. One other thing, quick. Go ahead. If you're gonna come to the Jets and be their quarterback, mm-hmm. you need at least five days in darkness. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Colin! I want to thank you for calling. You have a good one, man. <laughs> right, take care, Joe. Colin gave us gave gave us a shot before he got out of here. Listen, five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. When you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Salutes to all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you have not already. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. If you want to give to the stream, this the uh, the super chat is there. The Cash App is on the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you get to the platform is greatly appreciated. Again, please be patient. We're going to get to everybody tonight. Next, I'm going to go to Jack. We're coming directly to Jack. Salutes, Dwayne, Mickey, other callers. Hold on. We'll get to you guys in a second. We're going to my guy, Jack, all right, from 916. Salutes to you, Jack. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Listen, we've gone back and forth as well. I know that you're a big Raiders fan and you were a big proponent for Derek Carr. I know you talked a little bit about the last time we were having a show. Uh, you were talking about everything that he brought to the Raiders franchise. Man, what are your thoughts about his situation? I want to go back to it because I really want you to give us a, a bit more of the detail of what happened. This breakup between Carr and him going elsewhere, how are you feeling as a Raiders fan watching this happen? LBJ, it's good to talk to you for the first time, and – you being a California guy too, so this is awesome. Yeah, as as yeah, a car guy, and you know, being a NorCal guy, like you know, seeing watching car for all these years, I'm a big car guy, and I feel like mm-hmm. McDaniel's really, you know, kind of messed up, and I think Ziggler messed up. You look at Carr the, at the time when they benched him, he was in the playoff hunt. I mean, we were not eliminated from the playoffs, so. The Raiders were still in it, but they were afraid about, you know, him getting hurt, like, you know, just sacking it and, like, taking, you know, you got to pay him, like, $37 million of guaranteed money, which, mm-hmm. as a Raiders fan and being a Cars fan, he don't do that unless he really gets hurt. He's the first guy in there with all-pro Max Crosby every morning. They have breakfast every morning. They're the first guys in and the last guys out. So if the Jets can figure out a way to get Carr. And, you know, that's what I love what you're talking about, how much you, you know, appreciate him. I'm glad other teams do. The guy, mm-hmm. the guy is all world. I mean, his work ethic, his values, he's what you want at your quarterback. And, and being mm-hmm. a, a football fan since 1975, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. And I've seen no, plenty of bad quarterbacks for my Oakland Raiders, my Los Angeles oh. Raiders. 
and so forth. So, and here, here's my two cents. If, if the Jets want him, they need to bring him in. They, they really got to. They got to mm-hmm. wine and dine him and bring him in to give up that no trade clause. Because mm-hmm. right now the Saints have done that, and they've had him for two days. So they are really mm-hmm. trying to get him. But here's the thing. The Saints are, like, already over $50 million over the cap. So yeah. can they afford him? Or are they just, like, planting the seeds to be a free agent to come there? It's possibly mm-hmm. what they're doing. But, guys, I will say this. If I'm Derek Carr, and we all, if we all follow his career like I do, he's a, mm-hmm. kind of a more warm-weather guy. And so mm-hmm. you look at it, like uh, McDaniels, he messed up because he really kind of thought he was going to get TB12, and he retired. He's done. Aaron Rodgers, like I hate to say it, that guy's going to cost you $50 million a year, a couple first, mm-hmm. a second, and maybe a player. So do I really want that on my team? No. If you guys want to do that, hey, then, you know, that's great because he would be a definite improvement. But if he becomes a free agent, you got to look at the Buccaneers as the number one landing spot because Derek yeah. Carr is definitely more of a warm-weather team type person. And you look at the division. Again, the Saints, we just said that, $50 millions over the cap. The Falcons are horrible. The Panthers are not all that great. But they're either dome or they're warm weather, you know, places. And, and, and that's the type of things that I could see Carr going to. So, yeah. Now, 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 Jack, when you talk about – I know that you're talking about warm weather. I, I think – and, again, you've been a Raiders fan. You've watched this guy. But I do think a lot of the, the talk about him not being able to get it done if it's cold, I think that's a little bit overblown. Again, y'all play Denver. I'm on the West Coast. I, yeah, I, I watch you guys play Denver, and I've watched him go off against Denver – you know, a lot. <laughs> and it was freezing. I watched yeah. him go No, off I agree. That, that is the he had a great game against Denver this year, right? This year was, was Denver. So, but that is the yeah. one team. And there's a reason for that, too. Den- Denver is a hot mess. I mean, that, that team is just a hot mess. They got a great defense, but they were talking about one quarterback away, and then you get Russell Wilson, and he didn't perform any better than the guys that they had from years past. So... Mm. So, I gotta say, Denver's Denver's a hot mess. I'm like, there, there's yeah. there's a lot of mental stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on in the locker room with that team. Yeah. But I love so, the fact that Jack- you talk about, you know, Carr. You want to bring him in because you know what he is, he's stability. And and this year, like I look at it this way, Carr's got a photographic memory. Under John Gruden, mm-hmm. you know, he would call plays in preseason. Carr would remember him in the regular season. But with McDaniel's offense, if if they slight a defense like, you know, in zone in one half and man on the other half, then your receivers are supposed to do this. Where in the world do you ever see Devontae Adams, who's all world, the best receiver probably in the NFL, and Hunter Refro, who's all pro, and they run into each other in the last play of the game mm. and, and the game's over. So that that tells me that you're – you're doing way too much complication on your offense. You got players that can beat other guys. Don't make it so complicated. Mm-hmm. And then McDaniel's yeah. putting that on Carr, and that's just wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, Jack, I hear you. And I, and again, I, and this is what I tell people. And you're a Raiders fan. I, I, I'm on the West Coast again. I'm, the Raiders have been dysfunctional for a while, <laughs> like for a while. And Carr mm-hmm. has been able to go out there and be successful, and not just dysfunctional. You know, on on a on, 
as far as like a, a player standpoint, like the players being dysfunctional in the locker room. No, the front office, all that stuff that went on with John Gruden, Mayock, a lot of people don't talk about him and his drafting. I know you can speak to that as well. His drafting was horrific at times. There were guys that he brought in that didn't work out. He had first-round busts. There were a lot of problems with the Raiders, but we saw Carr just continuing to strive and put things together and go out there. And I don't understand why a lot of Jets fans are not interested in him. A lot of people think that he's not good, whatever, so on and so forth. I just urge that people go out and watch Derek Carr because this guy can get it done. And I'm going to let you speak to that, but my final question for you is my biggest question about Derek Carr, right, if the Jets were to grab him, was do you believe that he can perform here under the lights? Now, I understand in Vegas and even in, when they were in Oakland, that pressure, there's some pressure out there, but the pressure here in New York is immense. It's immense. We, I'm telling you, the media, the fan base, this, is the, this place will eat you alive. Real talk. We've seen it break people. We saw it break uh, Rex Ryan, finally, we saw it break. We've seen it break quarterbacks. I mean, we've had guys booed at charity events. We booed Geno Smith at a charity event. They go off on people constantly. We saw Sam Darnold was getting smacked and kicked on his way out of here by the fan base, and he was as nice as it got. And so I'm just wondering, and I want to get your perspective on this, do you believe that if the Jets do end up with Derek Carr, that he'll be able to perform under all the pressure and expectations that come with being in the Jets' Uh, uniform and playing in New York? Well, Jets fans, I, I will say this. Derek Carr is like a nine-year vet. So, yes, I think he can, like, perform under the pressure because, he, you know, any if you're an NFL player, I don't care what position, especially quarterback, you're going to hear it from the whole world. And, you know, <clears> the Raider Nation is half divided on Carr. So I, I don't have a show of my own, but I go on a ton of Raider shows, and half the Raider, show, half the Raider Nation is for Carr, and the other half is against Carr because he doesn't have any playoff success. But he's carried teams, and, what, and, and Jets fans. So this year alone, when you got your, your, your all-pro tight end missing six games, you got your yep. slot receiver missing six games. And all you got, you got Devontae and you got Josh Jacobs. And the offensive line is absolutely trash. And then you look at Carr, like, again, a complicated McDaniels offense where we just talked about Renfro and Adams running into each other because it's so complicated in what they're supposed to do. You know, you, they want to bring, you know, that's why they traded for their backup quarterback because he's had four years under that, that squad. So McDaniels needs to dumb it down and make it smart. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think a, a car, if you give Carr the leverage and give him the plays where he can call out of the offensive coordinator's call to go to his play if he doesn't see things right, yes, because I look at teams like the year before when John Gruden got fired and they had Rich Basaccia take over, who was a special teams head coach. No offense, no defense. And they made the playoffs mm. under him. But under McDaniels, they go 6-11, and 11, and they gave up, you know, they've lost so many, they lost more games with double-digit leads than ever before because McDaniels, yep. in my mind, is not a true head coach. He's an offensive yep. coordinator. And then Graham, again, you guys from the East Coast, all you fans from the East Coast, you guys seen Graham in, in, with the New York Giants. He runs a complicated mm-hmm. defense, too. 
And you go from a Gus Bradley, again, John Gruden, simple. Gus Bradley, simple. Just play hard, but you play fast. And now you're trying to transition from players that go from that type of scheme to more complicated you know, schemes. You need to bring in new players, and you can't do that in one year. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Jack, it was phenomenal to speak to you. I got to slide off because I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, and you always bring the heat. And, again, I love your insight on Derek Carr, my friend. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right. Well, thank you for bringing me on. It was nice to talk with you. And everybody, like if you're a Jets fan, come on, hit sub, subscribe to this guy. He, he brings out great intel. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, before I let you go, Jack, actually, could you give me your Super Bowl prediction? I almost forgot. Eagles, Chiefs, oh. who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up, man? Well, I think you already know how I want to end up. <laughs> so, as being, a Raiders, as being a Raiders fan, I want the Eagles to win. And here's the thing. Yeah. It's like you look at, like, you know, uh, like against Tampa. Tampa had a really solid defense. So, let's yeah. go back to the old saying. Everyone in, in, in football nation, if you're going to build a team, defenses win championships. And I will say yeah. that Eagles defense is mind-boggling, and they're great. I, I'm hoping for Eagles yeah. all day long. Fly, Eagles fly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jack, again, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good one, man. <laughs> uh, you too. Thank you for bringing me on. <laughs> uh, thank you. Listen, Jack, again, salutes to him calling in. We have, you know, <laughs> fans from all across the board calling in. Again, we do bleed green around here. It's all about the Jets, but you know, everyone wants to speak of, and his his takes and his insight on this car situation is phenomenal, you know. And, and I, again, I talk to people all the time. I'm on the West Coast, and I've seen the dysfunction with the Raiders. He spoke of it. You know, the front office, all that stuff, and to still see Derek Carr go out there and be extremely successful. And I'm telling you, I know a lot of Jets fans just don't think that he's very good, but I believe that, again, Aaron Rodgers, number one on my tier, but Derek Carr is right there. And then after those two guys, it's a, you know, you got to look at other options, but they're definitely a drop-off after Carr or after Aaron Rodgers and Carr, you know. But we're going to be discussing that. <laughs> we're also going to be asking about your Super Bowl picks as well. That's right around the corner. Salutes to Adrian in the chat. Salutes to you, Savage. He says, Jets get in Jimmy G and build up the O-line. Okay, that's what he wants. NY Jets FL salutes to you. He says, Taylor Luan said he might be cut. This is something that's developing during the show, I suppose. And he also says we signed the, uh, the Titans' offensive line coach, so we'll see. We'll see. He also says uh, Sella is on the hot seat. Uh, we will get Jimmy G or Tannehill. Wow. So, uh, NY Jets FL speaking his mind, you know. So salutes to everybody. Salutes to Larry Coleman, GVH, everybody in the chat. We're going to continue to come back to y'all as well. All the savages, keep on going, giving your takes. We'll hear from you in a second. Jack said he, <laughs> he does not want to see the Chiefs win anything okay that man's a Raiders fan through and through so we're going to get back to these lines again 515-602-9639 515-602-9639 is the number call in we're taking all callers next we're going to my guy Dwayne man we're going to Dwayne Mickey other callers as well hold on we'll get to you guys in a second we're coming to Dwayne Dwayne salutes to you I want to thank you for calling in tonight listen for those of you that do not know that man Dwayne he's a savage I'm talking straight savage. Salutes to you, Dwayne. Thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, I'm excited. 
okay? I'm smiling ear to ear. We have the defensive and offensive rookie of the year, you know, Sauce Garner, Garrett Wilson. We got two Jets, you know, going into the uh, Hall of Fame as well, man. How are you feeling right now after seeing all of that? I I will say this. um, I'm happy to see that our rookies are, are doing so well. And as you know, when a rookie does well, you always look towards the future. But you know, I always look at things a little with a with a certain angle because I have a certain angle. I'm a different Jets fan. Okay. And okay. I'm I, I'm happy because it's an it's an indictment on on some of these Jets fans. Um, like I said before, and I've said it many Go times, ahead. and I always say it. I'll always say it. This team, this fan, this fan base is an off-season fan base, right? Halfway mm. through the season, they're already thinking about who can we get every year. Every year is the same. Who can we get this time? What about look, Joe? Mm-hmm. Joe Douglas didn't, you know, he didn't get, uh, he didn't get any Patrick Mahomes level players. He didn't get, he didn't get Deion Sanders. Nah, we gotta get somebody else. That's what that's that's for him. <laughs> so, I'm okay. happy that it's an indictment on on some of these Jets mm. fans. Uh, they mm-hmm. don't let anything develop. They don't let anything establish. They don't want to build anything piece by piece. They want to mm. find the next best thing. I don't know where they get this confidence that there's something out there that we've been missing this whole time that we're going to pick up next year. Like, we've had that kind of luck. But I'm just happy mm-hmm. to see it. Joe Douglas, if you ever listen to this show, I'm riding with you. And um, mm-hmm. if a Jets fan says they don't have confidence in you, I'm gonna let you know right now he's wrong because they're all, they always are. They always mm. they're wrong about Sam Darnold. Sorry, <laughs> they're wrong about Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're always wrong. That's the Jets fans for you. Always wrong. You know. So oh, I'm man. happy. Dwayne coming in with some heat. You know, even my boy Sam Darnold caught a stray. You know, <laughs> but okay, okay. And again, look, look. I know. And again, Dwayne's one of the guys. Even you just talked about Zach Wilson as well. All right, you feel like you wrong. I know you're one of the guys that thinks he's trash too. And he's a. I think you called him a bust on former shows as well. I myself am still looking to see if Zach Wilson can turn it around. But. I think, and you talked about building things piece by piece, but one of the things that we talked about was, or one of the things that the Jets organization has talked about from Sulla to Woody Johnson is attacking the quarterback market, okay? And there's some options out there. And I want to present this scenario to you, Dwayne, and I want you to give me your takes and your thoughts. You look at the situation. Let's say Aaron Rodgers decides to retire. Let's say Carr ends up in Tampa Bay. Who else are you looking at to be the Jets' next option for a quarterback position? Would you be willing Joe, to you go don't even, with Jimmy G? You ain't you ain't got to set that Joe. You ain't got to set that table. I'm a rational person. I'm not a Jets fan. You ain't got to do that with me. <laughs> Listen, I'm not like these Jets fans. You know, I, I would take Jimmy G. Listen, first of all, we're not getting the way Jimmy was shot. Right? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm no. I know for sure we're not getting Jimmy G. What's going to happen, okay. because okay. everything coming out of the Jets is they're going for the home run, they're going for the top guy. So what's going to happen is Derek Carr, the first domino is going to fall, right? It looks like he's going mm-hmm. to the Saints. First domino is going to fall. Okay. And we're going to wait it out with Aaron Rodgers. The reason we're going to wait it out is because the Green Bay Packers are going to be like, should we wait for this June opportunity that helps us save money? 
right? They're gonna they're gonna try to like prolong it and try to figure out what they could do. Maybe they'll trade him a little earlier than June, but they're gonna contemplate it for a while. That's when we miss mm-hmm. out on Jimmy G, right? We miss out on Ooh. Jimmy G. He goes okay. science or something like that, right? Uh, we don't know. Maybe we'll get Rodgers. Maybe we won't. And we'll and and probably we. It's a good chance we won't. And we'll end up with okay. something like like Baker Mayfield or some shit like that. Some some stuff like that. Oh well, no! Sorry. Watch a curse and watch a curse. It's a family show. But yeah. so you're telling me you think that we end up with Baker? So you think we'll miss out on Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Jimmy G as well, and we'll end up with Baker Mayfield? That's that's how I was looking. I, I, the reason I'm sure we're gonna miss out oh, on um, on Jimmy G is because we're already we already bought into the hype of of, of Jets fans. Uh, Joe, um, Joe Douglas has um, become one of the members of the uh, off season hype fan base, and he's just listening to the crowd. And they're like, "You get on Rodgers, and we oh we're gonna lose. We're never gonna win anything." So he's already buying into that. Uh, our owner is already buying into that. Um, that's why I think we're going to miss out on Jimmy G. There's a chance we could get Aaron Rodgers, right? And I'm not – maybe maybe Derek Carr's calling our bluff. Maybe he's only giving choosing signals to the Saints because he wants to raise his price or something along that line. He's going to be a free agent at the end of it. It's possible. We've seen people do that to us, so it might be possible, right? So it's possible we could get Carr. It's possible we could get Aaron Rodgers, but um, there's a lot of interesting bidders out there for them too, right? So yeah, uh, I, I want I want bank on. It. That's what I mean. Listen, if we miss out on Aaron Rodgers and Carr, and then we don't end up with Jimmy G, I don't want to have nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. I'm going on record saying that right now. I don't want to have nothing to do with him at all. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> you might as well. Okay, go back to Mike White. If we're missing out on all those guys, okay, we miss out on Jimmy G. And Jimmy G is like the the third option. And honestly, if Jimmy G is your option, I would have no problem with just going back to Mike White over Jimmy G. For me, it's Aaron – because Lamar Jackson is off the table in my mind, okay? So before people hit my DMs or try to tweet me, and go, what about Jamar Jackson, in my mind, is going to stay a Baltimore Raven. They've already talked, to, talked about having him decide who the offensive coordinator is there. That, that's said and done to me, right? So if Aaron Rodgers is off the table for whatever reason, and then we miss out on Carr, okay, because that that would hurt too, you might as well go back to Mike White because Baker Mayfield is trash. He's trash. I, I, will say I don't this. want to have nothing to do with I don't, him at all. Go ahead. I will say this. If you look at Jimmy G, I know the stats aren't really, really there, but outside of injuries, he he's not that much different from Derek Carr. Last year he was playing really well until his injury. Yeah, I don't know about that, but go ahead. Go ahead. And, you know, he he would have been, if he played 16 games, he would have been a 4,000-yard passer last year. He would have been a 4,000-yard passer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a decent, you know, a, a pretty similar touchdown to intro, intro ratio than, um, to, to uh, mm-hmm. Derek Carr. You know, I think Jimmy G's good because he's he really a system guy, really a system guy. And, yep. he, you know, he's a guy that really knows the system, and he could teach Zach. Um, I'm not sure how the contract works with Zach because I know his rookie contract only goes so far, but he can teach Zach. You know, mm-hmm. Zach's problem is he's a lot like Russell Wilson, 
where they're they're very gamey, they're very very gamerish, where they're not systemish. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. you get a really straight laced system guy to show him how he does it. It could be good, and then you might sign Mike White as a backup. To me, listen, um, I would only give Aaron Rodgers so much time. After the car falls, after that yeah. first domino falls, I'm not giving him too much time. I'm, go- I'm, I'm looking at Jimmy G, and I'm talking to him immediately. I, even if we don't sign him, I'm talking to him immediately. Would you sign for this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do you feel about playing with us? You know, we got a familiar system. You know, Salah already. You know, I start talking to him because I, I think some of these teams might have Jimmy G in mind already. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. The Jets ain't like that. The Jets are trying to hit the offseason home run. So that's why I'm worried about Jimmy G. Um, well, I do. I hear you. And I, and I hear about, you know, you saying the Jets are trying to hit the offseason home run because there's a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers being here. And I get it. You know, everybody's rumors. But I'll tell you what, if that domino falls and if the domino falls and Carr ends up going somewhere else and then the Jets miss out on Aaron Rodgers, that would be a huge misstep for Joe Douglas. It'd be huge. Because you should have already planned for that scenario, right? I would think, and to this point, right, the Jets are, have not brought in Carr. To this point, maybe they're just doing it right now. Again, this is a live show. To this point, the Jets yep. have not brought in Carr. So if they have not brought in Carr, he's not visiting them. They either already have an inside information that he's either going to be released or they're not interested at this point, right? So you must have some backup plan. In my mind, I would think that Joe Douglas already has it set in stone that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. And if it, if it falls through and Aaron Rodgers is not a Jet, that means you missed out on Carr, who you could have got for the cheap. According to reports, it's a third-round pick for a guy that would clearly put us in the playoffs. So if, we did, if we get Derek Carr, there's no reason we're not going to be in the playoffs. There shouldn't be any reason. You got the offensive rookie of the year. You got weapons. We, we can build a third-round pick is nothing. You can still continue to build your offensive line with all the rest of the picks you got out there. Right, forty million dollars, not a big deal. You can do a lot of contract finagling for all you capologists out there, right? You can push a lot of money. You can still resign Quinton Williams, all that stuff, right? If you miss out on him, and then you miss out on Aaron Rodgers, whoo, this fan base is going to explode, and the media is going to explode. Okay, <laughs> and you're, it's in you know, the balance. he's going to be looking at you funny. Things are going to be people are going to be looking at you real funny, especially if you go into next season and your offense is still struggling because your quarterback position has not been solidified. What are your thoughts? I'll give you the final thoughts on that, Dwayne. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we have to really realize that <clears throat> these two quarterbacks hold their future in their hands more than we think. Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. he's only playing a game with Green Bay. Green Bay is a very small town, and neither one of them has to have, wants to have a bad reputation of abandoning each other. Right? That's what the game mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay right now, right? I, Aaron Rodgers don't want to be known as the guy that abandoned Green Bay and went somewhere else, and the Green Bay don't want to be the guys that traded away, you know, the hometown hero, right? So mm-hmm. it's in a balance. These these guys, you've got to remember, the Jets in recent history, probably not now, but in recent history, they haven't been the team that everybody wants to play for. So with two guys, mm-hmm. the future in their hands, that third-round pick is not what people think. 
That third-round pick comes with a no-trade clause, meaning I can basically pick who I want to play for, and it might just be the Saints for Carr, and mm-hmm. it might just be the Raiders for it might just be the Raiders for Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? So it's weighing in the balance. You yep. weighing it in the balance. Once Carr drops, now now Joe Douglas is weighing in the balance. Now saying, I Carr just dropped. I could wait for Aaron Rodgers and be the GM for the next five years because I get him, or I could lose out on Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G because I was waiting too long for Aaron Rodgers. What would you do? I would go with Jimmy G. No. In pretty short order, I would go with Jimmy G. Because Uh, the Jets are not in the right. If I can get Carr, they're not. If I can get Carr, if I know, again, if I'm Joe Douglas, I've already done my due diligence. If there's any question, if I, I'm speculating, NFL, if you listen, and I'm not saying this is happening. This is all allegedly, okay? I'm not trying to have the feds knocking on my door. I'm not trying to have you call me, okay? If I'm Joe Douglas, I've already done the work behind the scenes to speak with Aaron Rodgers and his represent, representation. They've already given me a yes or a no that Aaron is going to play next season or to give me some inkling of what's on his mind. If I come out of that situation still questioning if Aaron Rodgers is even going to play football seriously or is even willing to leave the Packers to the point where I'm, I'm now rolling the dice and gambling so hard where it's a 50-50 or maybe a 60-40 his side, 70-30 on his side, I'm immediately making sure that Derek Carr is a New York Jet. We're not, we don't have – listen, every other franchise has the history, right? There are other franchises, Colts, right? They get rid of quarterback. We don't have – that luxury. The New York Jets have, have not had a franchise quarterback in I don't know how long. And we felt and seen the impact of it. There's no reason why this football team shouldn't have made the playoffs. Not one. We have weapons. Our offensive line was solid this season. The defense is a champion defense. We are in every single game. No one blew us out. Even though the defense was on the field all damn game last year, they were still good. Even when they were bad with the quote fingers, they weren't giving up touchdowns. No, they would stop you and hold you to a field goal, even though you were running all over us. Nothing, right? We're losing games 10 to, 10 to 3, <laughs> having punts returned on us. That's how we're – our offense is so bad. Our offense is so bad because of the quarterback play, and we've seen that for so long. You cannot play that game. We cannot roll the dice. Our franchise luck does not go that far. So if Joe Douglas misses out on Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and the backup plan isn't – you know the that's it. I'm telling you, people are going to go off. It's going to go off, especially if, if Aaron Rodgers decides to, to stay with the Packers or, or retire. It's you've already you should have already have had that discussion and had that plan. Go ahead, Dwayne. I, I think I think uh, there is speculation on that whether GMs can really even get into that type of conversation. I don't know, you know, but I, I will say this. You know, uh, <laughs> we as, know. As, <laughs> okay. Go ahead. All right. I will say this, and you know, I'm the inflammatory Jets fan. I'm just gonna say this: uh-huh. if Joe, if if and it might even, it might not even go this way, but let's say Carr falls because he always wanted to go to the Saints. Okay, he wanted to go. He went. He went to the same picture, right? If Joe Douglas does a smart move and and gives Aaron Rodgers two weeks after the after Carr goes, gives him two weeks, and then. Aaron doesn't make his decision, and then he picks up Jimmy G because he didn't want to be left without a quarterback at all. If Jets fans have the nerve to throw a tomato at Joe Douglas, I'm going to throw a tomato at Jets. I'm going to run because there's going to be a lot of 
but I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go to a home game, and I'm going to throw a tomato at the least intimidating-looking one, and I'm running. I'm wasting that ticket money right there. You know. So any right, fans listening, watch out for the tomato. I'm coming for you. All right, Dwayne, listen, you've given us some hot takes. Before I let you go, give me your Super Bowl pick, Eagles-Chiefs. Give me your score. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? This, this, there's not too much parity in the NFL anymore right now. I'm going. I think the Chiefs are going to win. My pick is my, who I want to win is the Eagles because I love underdogs. And not only is the Eagles the underdogs, um, damn, I keep I keep forgetting the quarterback's name. Uh, you know, always have bad memories. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the is the underdog quarterback because everybody slept on him. You know, gave him that same. He should be a running back moniker. So. I want him to win. I want him to prove himself. And then, you know, you know, um, Mahomes got years to win Super Bowls. Mad years to win Super Bowls, bro. Let Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts win this one. I'm going for the underdog, man. I'm going for the Eagles, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Chiefs. Okay, okay. He's going for the Eagles. All right, salute, Dwayne. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, man. Salute. See you, Joe. All right. Salute. Listen, there's a lot of talk. I'll tell you what. If Joe Douglas misses out on Aaron Rodgers and Carr, Jimmy G is a viable option, but there's going to be Jets fans that are going to lose it. They're going to lose it. And uh, especially if we get strung out, which is a a big question, and I've talked to people about this before. I definitely talked to people about this before, about chasing Aaron Rodgers, and he strings us out the same way he strings, you know, the Packers out every single year, it seems like. And, uh, if we miss out on both of those guys and maybe even miss out on Jimmy G, boy, there is going to be some issues. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salutes to my guy Larry Coleman in the chat. Salutes to him. He says, we knew Zach was raw uh, when he came from BYU, and the NFL is a different beast. He missed significant time plus joint practices. The reps are valuable. So I'm saying uh, put the limelight on this guy. And don't run away from the run game like Mike LaFleur did. Hopefully Hackett won't get rattled and get off the game plan. Develop this young man, and let's not keep putting him down. He's putting in the extra work. Okay. Look, I hear you. That's fine, right? The deal is, is that to this point, and I'm a Zach Wilson guy, he sucks. To this point, he, has, he sucks. I, I'm just keeping it real, Larry. And I hear you. Yeah, we're going to develop him, and we'll keep working with him. But as of right now, Zach Wilson has not shown you anything that says that he should be starting for the New York Jets at quarterback. He's showing you nothing. He's doing the same thing that he was doing last season as a rookie. It looks like he hasn't learned. He struggles to read defensive coverages. He struggles to pick up blitzers. He struggles to figure out when to throw the ball. His timing is off. In a system that is predicated on timing, rhythm, getting the ball out of your hands quickly, he does not like to do that. What he does like to do is what doesn't work in the NFL often, which is run around, and jack the football down the field, which works in BYU, but it don't work at the NFL level, dog. You try that, and you throw a lot of interceptions. You win in the NFL from the pocket, okay? You have to be a solid pocket quarterback. That's not all that has to be within your game, right? You can definitely get outside and move the pocket. That's phenomenal. But if you cannot make it happen from the pocket in the league, you're going to have a lot of issues, a lot, all right? Jack Kenner also says pause. 
Why is Lamar off the table being so much younger and it costs you around $50 million? Why not? Here's the deal, Jack. And salutes again to Jack and all the savages in the chat. We come to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all throw y'all takes out there. We go back and forth. And we'll get back to the callers in a second. Listen, Jack, everything that we've heard from the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is going to stay a Raven. They've already talked about him being a part of the next search for their offensive coordinator. They're going to pay him at some point. I don't know if they're going to uh, if they're going to franchise or what they're going to do, but they're going to work out a deal with Lamar Jackson. All right, they're going to work out a deal with him. He's going to stay a Raven at least for this upcoming season, from what we see and what we've heard. All right, they're going to find some way to pay that guy because let me tell you something: if Lamar Jackson leaves the Ravens, the Ravens' offense will fall off of a cliff fall off of a, a clear cliff. So all the things we're hearing from them seems like they're going to keep him around. If Lamar Jackson was on the table, I'd love to see Jets make a move for him. But in my mind, he's off the table. GVH says, I worry about Jimmy G due not just to injuries, but the Niners proved they were QB proof until the world traveler, Josh Johnson. Lance to Jimmy G to an undefeated Purdy. Their O and skill players are elite. Okay. I've heard that take as well, but i tell you what. Jimmy G's gone out there and executed. Now, the coaching there is phenomenal with Kyle Shanahan. Again, the Shanahan system, the Shanahan tree continues to thrive, right? But Jimmy G went out there and did it on a big level. Did it on a big level, you know? So we'll see going forward, but Jimmy G should be an option. He's gone out there in the system and got it done. All the Jets need is an average quarterback, and we can really get it done in this league. So we're going to go back to the lines, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. We'll come to y'all. NY Jets FL says, maybe we sign Jimmy G and draft another QB. Maybe Card maybe Car does not want to play here. That's, that's a big question as well. Those are some thoughts that could be on the table. We're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy, Mickey. Mickey, we're coming directly to you. 813, hold on. Other callers as well. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Mickey, salute. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, <laughs> for those of you that don't My know goodness. Mickey, oh, he's a savage. Oh, okay. Play my theme music. Play my theme music. That's right. Turn it up. Turn it up. I'm all charged up, Mickey, Joe. Salute. I'm telling you. I got a lot to say. It's always good. To... It's all right. Let's get into it. Listen, I want to start with I want to sing the songs I want to sing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into the Hall of Famers and, and, and Garrett Wilson and, and uh and, and Sauce winning the, the defensive and offensive rookie of the year as well a little bit later. I wanna go straight to the QB okay. position. It seems like you're fired up. I'm telling people that I'm Jimmy all G up. is an option. I'm telling people that Jimmy G is the option here. Okay? A lot of people don't want to okay. hear it. All right. What are your thoughts okay. on this situation? If Carr is off the table, okay. if Aaron Rodgers is off the table, where are you going? Are you willing, okay, okay. to Get Jimmy G on the New York Jets if you're their general manager. Okay. It's my turn? Yeah, go ahead. I'm ready to go? All right. Um, So my roommate is a diehard 49ers fan. So for the past two, three years, I've watched every 49ers game. And Mm -hmm. I know this is your show and everything, but Mm -hmm. I really want – I think I might need to do a wellness check on you because Jimmy G is not (laughs) the guy. Okay. Okay. I I don't know what's going on with you guys. Listen, all right. Let me just let me just talk for a second because I have a lot of feelings right now. Jimmy G. All right. First of all, you gotta understand he was in kind of a contract year last the season, 
with the 49ers or whatever. So, like, he knew his future wasn't there. He's really just auditioning for other teams. You know, when it's counted for Jimmy G to make the plays to take them back to the Super Bowl, talk about the uh, NFC Championship game, not this season because, you know, Bob credit, but the season before that, the dude threw the ball away. He lost the game for them, you know. Uh, I, I know he took the team to the Super Bowl like a few years ago, but that was a few years ago, and he hasn't really looked like the same quarterback since. There's no need for us to bring in Jimmy. He's not going to want to be another bridge quarterback into a team that isn't like it isn't said with that. It just it doesn't make any sense to get Jimmy G. So absolutely not. Why don't you stick with Mike White? Like you said. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. Listen. That is that is an option as well. And I just talked about it a little bit ago. I feel like if we do miss out on Aaron Rodgers and we miss out on Carr, right? That Mike White, oh, I think, is more of an Aaron Rodgers. For me, right? But Aaron Rodgers. But again, but again, Jimmy G. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But Jimmy G. For me, it's still a viable option. I know you're talking about the issues that they had this season, yes, and he missed some time, too. He got injured as well. But, again, I believe the year before this, he had threw for 3,800 yards, right? He could still go out there and be solid. He's a system quarterback, right? He's a system quarterback. He understands the system through and through, and he would still give you enough time to be the bridge to figure out what Zach Wilson is because the Jets themselves have said that they're going to stick with Zach Wilson through hell or high wire, they're going to coach him and figure out what he is and what he isn't, right? So that, that, that's my take on it. And I understand a lot of people don't like Jimmy G, but again, he's an accurate guy as well. He has the highest completion percentage in 49ers history. You can't do those things and be trash. He's still good. He's still got some, something left in the tank. Now, is he Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr? No, he's not. He's neither one of those guys, right? He's like that third, fourth-tier quarterback. But still... Aaron you look Rogers. at the situation, we have major answers there at QB. So that's my take there, and I hear you. But, hey, Jimmy G could be an option. Yeah. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Are you concerned that, our, we, that we're chasing Aaron Rodgers? Are you concerned that he'll possibly string us out and we miss out on Carr and we could miss out on Rodgers as well? What are your thoughts? Joe, I'm going to try to say this as calmly as possible because I'm really charged up right now. You tried to silence me on Twitter when I tried to bring it up. I have a feeling in my soul that Jets are going to make a shysty move this offseason. I don't know when. Okay. I don't know where. But I can feel the shyst. I can feel it. I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. It's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Everybody wants Aaron Rodgers, and I think everyone is crazy. I just spent the last season dogging this guy out for being washed. He wants this guy who does ayahuasca in the offseason to come into us and be our savior. You know what happened the last time we brought a Packers quarterback into the Jets to win it all? Yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Are you the last Packers quarterback? Okay, so you like Carr. nothing, bro. Derek Carr's the guy. Derek Carr, nothing. Absolutely. You look at what he's gone through with the Raiders. He's been the only consistent piece on that team for like the better part of a decade. You know, he's whatever controversy is going on, whether it's the run thing or him having a new offensive coordinator every week of the 2014 season, he's always handled it with, you know, with a poise and he's been very professional about it. That's the kind of guy mm-hmm. we're going to need for this team. We've been the laughing stock in the league forever. You know, you're going to want a guy that can command respect the huddle, that can have guys rally around him. Even when the Raiders were like, yo, we're going to get rid of Derek Carr. And Devontae Adams still had his back. 
we were still bigging him up. Mm. So, I mean, it's not, I don't yeah. think we've lost the locker room. You know, everyone knew he was the scapegoat. You know, Aaron Rodgers, mm. I don't think he still has it. Um, the guy's like 45. You know, I don't, mm. he, he might retire, he might do this. I don't want a quarterback that's flip flopping on like, we'll have those who have passion for the game, whatever. I don't want a guy, okay, I'll go to the Jets. Derek Carr, he's still in it. You know, he's still a fighter. He's still he's in the prime of his career still, I think. I don't understand mm-hmm. why anyone would want anyone other than Derek Carr. Yeah. Look, I've been a big proponent for Derek Carr as well. I've talked about Aaron Rodgers, my love for him. I don't know. You can fix your 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 your, your situation a little bit, Mickey, with your phone. You're a little muffled. I don't know if you got to move your phone a little bit. Oh. But, listen, oh, right. I, I hear you. I hear you. I am big on Derek Carr as well. I've been, uh, you know – I've gone back and forth with a lot of judgments that vehemently uh, disagree with me about Carr, but Carr's a guy that I'm looking at as well, and I think he's a wonderful option for the New York Jets. As far as I'm concerned, on my tier list, Aaron Rodgers is one, Carr is two, and then after that, you know, you, you fall a little bit further. Uh, Jimmy G's a guy that's on my list as well is like that, maybe that third, fourth choice for Mike White, you. honestly. <laughs> Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield is not on my list. Not at all. Baker Mayfield is trash. We, I don't want to have we, nothing to do with If we sign Baker Mayfield, we're going just, to the Super Bowl. No. Oh, we're going to <laughs> – do you mean that Baker Mayfield's buying you tickets? Because he, he ain't taking nobody. If we sign Baker Mayfield, baby. he's taking us Baker to the Mayfield Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> he buy you tickets to the Baker Super Bowl. Mayfield. He, he might – he Baker might pay Mayfield. for your Uber for you to go to the for you to go to the Super Bowl to watch whoever's in the Super Bowl. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how Baker much of that state farm money he's got. My next question for you, Mickey. My last question for you, listen. NFL honors, man, we swept it. We got the NFL rookie, uh, offensive rookie of the year, we got the defensive rookie of the year. We got man, they just announced as well. Uh, Revis, Klecko, going to the Hall of Fame 2023 uh, class. Man, give me your thoughts on all the things that we saw, all the awards and our, and our Hall of Famers uh, making it as well. How are you feeling right now as a Jets fan watching these guys, you know, get their just uh, it will, As much pain and misery as this franchise caused me, it did really remind me why I'm a Jets fan. There was a certain feeling of pride when I heard that Joe Klecko uh, was going in. I personally thought he was already mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, a lot of Jeff fans thought he was, but he, he definitely – he's been battling for years, and I've been a big proponent of getting him in. I've been talking about it. There's no reason why this guy shouldn't have been in the Hall of Fame earlier. Go ahead, Nicky. I'm sorry. Absolutely, absolutely not. Um, with Revis, I think it's cool that I was able to say I've watched his entire career. I've watched a, a Hall yeah. of Fame player's entire career – in my lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, I've had mixed feelings on him. You know, I thought he was greedy at times. I really don't like the fact that he has a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots. But you know, he gave us you know legitimacy. You know, he uh, he introduced mm-hmm. the Jets no fly zone. So I'm really happy to see him in the uh, Hall of Fame. Um, and I'm really glad yeah. that you know those young boys they went out there and they did what they were supposed yep. to do. I saw on a uh, Reddit uh, Seahawks fans are getting kind of booty tickled about uh, the Jets getting both of them. And they're just mad that we just that we fleeced them with Jamal Adams. It's 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 honestly pathetic. But, you know, whatever. Sauce, you know, you know, I'm glad Sauce was the person he said he was when we drafted him and he showed it on the field. Yeah. And I'm glad that Garrett you know, Garrett was I mean, come on now. I don't even know the two hooligans on the, the Seahawks. 
So yeah. I'm really glad, like, it's undeniable. No one can take this away from us. No one can say anything. Oh, Jets, blah, blah, blah. It's solidified. It's concrete. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Listen, Mickey, before I let you go, man, give me your Super Bowl predictions. Our Super Bowl prediction, excuse me. Eagles, Chiefs, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I think it's real weird that Jets fans want the Eagles to win. Real weird. Really weird. Um, I'm a Mets yeah. fan as well, and um, I almost got jumped several times at Philly's games. So I don't want to see Philly win anything ever again for the rest mm. of my life. My mother, my mother, my real-life mother is an Eagles fan, and I want them to lose. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, so he's pulling for Casey, the Casey, Listen, baby. Mickey. I, Casey, baby. All right, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, Mickey. You know I like going back and forth with you, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I got to lay low. got to lay low. <laughs> All right, you have a good one, Mick. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Mickey said if we get to Baker Mayfield – Going to the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, again, the lines are open. 515 602 9639. 515 602 9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Again, new callers, please keep in mind and do not allow cursing on my show, okay? Don't call in and curse. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. <laughs> Faster than we got Michael LaFleur out of here. Get <laughs> That was fast. Right? I mean, he's with the Rams now, so, you know, fell into a good franchise. But, uh, you know, learn how to stick to the run game, my man. We're getting back to these lines again. 515 is the number. Call in. Everybody on the lines, be patient. We'll get to everybody. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Next, I'm going to my guy, Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you. All right? For those of you that do not know, that man, Ted, Oh, Ted is a savage. Ted, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. I'm going back and forth with a lot of people, and I'm getting, uh, you know, a lot of heat from some people that are interest, that are not interested in Jimmy G. I'm saying that Jimmy G is an option if the Jets miss out on Carr or Rodgers. What say you? Hey, Joe. Good evening. Um, we're not getting, we're not getting either Carl Rogers flat out. We're not getting oh. either one. Um, okay. Salah. Why do you say Salah that? Could, because Salah could be fired next year. He, he probably could have been fired this year. Um, wow. I don't know. Okay. Derek Carr, Derek Carr is, has familiarity with Dennis Allen. He's played for him. Uh, Saints have a good defense. Saints have Alvin, Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave. They have yeah. a decent team, and they have a more stable situation for him. Rodgers, we'd have to overpay for him, and he could quit after one year. I mean, if, if this whole thing blows up on, on Salah for whatever reason or he gets hurt, I, I just don't see either player wanting to come here, Joe. And I, I don't want to mm. overpay. I don't want to overpay for Rodgers. And I really think I have some crazy stuff. I was thinking about crazy scenarios. I think we should sign Jimmy G and uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, they're both. Wow. If we could do it. And then, you know, one, one, one may get hurt, but you have a good backup either way. And then keep Wilson. I don't know if you can afford it. But well, I don't, of, I don't and, think either player is going to play okay. for us, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Well, and, I, and I 
I do hear that scenario, right? There's a chance that, that Aaron Rodgers could decide to stick with the Packers. There's a chance that he might retire. That's there. But if you miss out on both of those guys, right, in your mind, and I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right, because I'm going to give the other side of the argument. If you miss out on Aaron Rodgers and Carr, wouldn't that put some heat on Joe Douglas not getting it done? I have to laugh. I have to laugh at that, Joe. With all due respect. Oh, go ahead. Joe Douglas Tell is one why. of the best general managers in the NFL. Joe Douglas is one of the okay. best. He may he may not be able okay, he hasn't been able to put together a you know, quarterback a, 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 an ideal quarterback situation, but he certainly mm-hmm. can draft. I mean, we yeah. had Reese Hall who was probably on his way to being the def- uh, you know, offensive rookie of the year before he got hurt. Then Garrett picked yep. his head up, and then, you know, he he is, and Sauce Gardner. But, Joe, um, Howie Roseman lasted through the Carson Wentz debacle. I, I say, Joe mm-hmm. Douglas, you got to keep Douglas. I don't care if we go to three different three different coaches to find the right one and find the right quarterback. I mean, John mm-hmm. Wayne, dra- John, John Wayne, John Elway drafted a first-round <laughs> quarterback John, for like yeah. five years mm-hmm. in a row. And to yeah. try to find one, and he still – I mean, it's so hard to find these guys. It's so hard. I mean, there's only so many Mahomes and Josh Allens and Herbert. Mm-hmm. You just can't find them. You just you just can't yeah. find them. You have to get lucky. Here, and, here, mm-hmm. Here's my thing, and I hear exactly what you're saying, right? And, and I get that. That mm-hmm. is tough. But even going back to your argument about Derek Carr and how he has familiarity with Dennis Allen, he does, Right. But even mm-hmm. all the weapons that you named there at the Saints, it's not like we're nothing, right? We have a lot of weapons. We have the offensive rookie right. here in Garrett Wilson. You just talked about Brees Hall, who's coming back. We expect him to be the guy who he looked like the offensive rookie of the year, you know, <laughs> before he went down. And he might have been if he continued his. He was the single reason why we were really moving offensively. The entire offense was ran through him. We were running the rock so tough. Right, we have all the other pieces. Well, tight end, you got Elijah Moore, you got Corey Davis. We'll see what happens going for, for, uh, forward with him. You got, you know, offensive line that can keep you upright, a championship defense. Why would Carr look at our team and not want to come here? Why would we be because, off the table yeah. for Carr? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because Joe, he he's been an unsta- he's been in an unstable organization his whole career. This is his first chance to go to maybe like the Saints. And be in a stable organization. Because Salah could be fired next year. Salah could be fired next year. Joe, we probably should have fired Salah, got Frank Reich, and then we probably could have got Carr, a legitimate quarterback. And now we're kind of scratching and clawing, trying to. I think it's a pipe team to get either one of these guys. I would be very surprised if we got Carr or Rodgers at this point. I'd be very, very surprised. You have other teams in the mix. You have the Titans in the mix. You have Carolina in the mix. I mean, there's other teams that need quarterbacks, and I don't know. Like I said, Salah could be fired. I, if I was well, Derek Carr, do you think I'd want to come to the Jets? I wouldn't. Yes, for I, one year, and all of a sudden my there, coach is gone. Well, I, I, if ahead, I was Derek Carr, I would I mean exactly? Why would Salah be getting fired? Right? If 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 we're talking about firing Salah, okay, in year two. Mm-hmm. We're talking about firing Sella, a guy who took the New York Jets defense from, what, dead last to fourth right now, which, which is what we were to finish the season, the fourth overall defense. Why are you firing mm-hmm. that? Because I think Joe, a lot of the talk about him, I think a lot of the talk about mm-hmm. him being fired was a bit overblown. Of course, every, quarter, every quarterback, every coach has issues, 
But when you look at what we've done here, heck, when you look at the issues and the things we turned around, the New York Jets are no longer a circus because of him. A lot of the, the guys that came here from DJ Reed, who's a phenomenal corner as well, who doesn't get the, the credit he deserves, to other guys as well, CJ Uzama, all these other, a lot of guys want to come here simply because he's the coach. Look at the accolades mm-hmm. that we got, all the guys coming out talking about how phenomenal he was and how much they love him the second that we signed him. I think that, again, and we're in a rebuild. We're in a rebuild too. Year two, we saw the improvement. Next year, I think we'll see more improvement. We'll take the next step. I don't think Sella getting fired or the possibility of Sella getting fired would scare Carr away from here. I don't. I don't think that is at all. I think there's other factors that would scare him away from here. But when you match us up with a lot of these teams that have weapons, we have weapons too. I think that this would be an extremely desirable place for him. Go ahead. Joe, I think our issue is, and I've stated before on the show, that is um, the team faded under Salah. They almost quit under Salah. We, we, we should have made the playoffs. We should have made the playoffs. The, the team faded. In every aspect of our team faded. Our special teams faded. Our offense, you know, everything started off great. I know we had a lot of injuries in the offensive line and quarterback play. But, I, I mean, Braxton Berrios lost his ability to play football. He regressed. I, I, I mean, I, there's so many questionable things that happened during the season that I just can't understand why. Look at Joe. Look at the Texans. The Texans had looked like garbage, and all of a sudden they started beating the they, they could have beat the Cowboys. They started playing great. That should have been us playing like that. They used two quarterbacks. They did what but they how could much to, of that, to win these games. Mm-hmm. You're right, but how much of that? How much of the? How much of the team? And I, I want to go back and forth with you about this. How much of the team <laughs> fading with the quote fingers was about the bad quarterback mm-hmm. play? When you, okay, look, let's go back to – here's a great, great example, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You go mm-hmm. back and watch that game. Zach Wilson's a starter. There was nobody in that building that thought that the Jets were going to win that game, including the team. And you can see how they played when Zach was out there. I think the biggest Agreed. issue was the quarterback position single-handedly. You look at this, right? We were in every single game. There's no – like, you could argue that if the Jets had an average to slightly above-average quarterback, right, a Derek Carr that we would have easily been a 14 or 15 win team. Easy. I'm talking easy, right? The issue was that the, the, the offense couldn't produce, and the biggest issue on the offense was the quarterback position. You had Zach Wilson go out there, and nobody wanted agree, to deal with that guy as a quarterback. So I, I agree. think that that was the biggest issue. I, think that that was, I don't think it was Sella. As a matter of fact, Sella made the decision to move on from Zach Wilson and bench him because he, I think part of it was, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose this team because he's playing so mm-hmm. badly. Remember, he reversed his stance on it, because at first they were saying, we're mm-hmm. never going to bench this guy. But then he said, you know what, mm-hmm. I've got to move forward. We've got to figure it out. And that's when they said, hey, we're going to give him a reset, which a reset takes a lot longer than a couple weeks. But they had to sit that guy down. You also saw the team spark up and change when Mike White, we saw an elevated level of play. So when you look at that, I think that that's how you can sell Derek Carr on coming here, because you are the missing piece, like Woody Johnson would say. I don't think that we're as far behind from being a, a team that he would look at and be interested in at all. I think we would be near the top of his list or at the top of his list, depending on what's going on. But I believe mm-hmm. that, and according to and even if you look at this situation surrounding Carr right now, I believe that we truly are chasing Aaron Rodgers. Because Carr has gone to the Saints and visited. To this point, he hasn't visited with the Jets. So, 
I have an inkling that we really are all in on Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just concerned that we're going to get strung out. What are your thoughts? Is he out of the cave yet, Joe? <laughs> Rodgers? Is he out of hibernation yet I, I, to make his I, I think to see the light? In his darkness. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe he'll darkness. come out with it. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, I agree with I agree with some of some of the other callers that said that um you can't wait. You can't wait forever for this guy yeah. to figure it out. It's yeah. got to be it's got to yeah. be soon. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if we get one of the two, I'd be happy, but I just uh I don't know. I just the other options. I mean, like I said, Carolina needs a quarterback. Yeah. Frank yeah. Reich is there. I think Frank Reich is there. Um, they have a good defense. They played well at the end of the year. They got some players. Uh, Tennessee, you know, Mike Rabel is a good – I'll say a great coach. Mike Rabel is a great coach. Mm-hmm. One of the few yeah, Patriot disciples sure. that have, have succeeded, quite honestly, as facts. a head coach. Facts. Yep. Facts. Yep. Go ahead. Keep the, you talking yep. facts. Nobody wants to talk about that, but you're talking facts. Yeah. yeah uh so yeah right so um i uh-huh. you know they have they both have options and and rogers built a house in tennessee i don't know joe rogers is such a wild yeah. card maybe we yeah, maybe we just need the more stable situation with jimmy g i know jimmy g gets hurt and jimmy g mm-hmm. tanked in the playoff game one year but he's a pretty consistent mm-hmm. quarterback he plays in the cold weather there's no issue with, you know, everyone says Carr can't play in the cold weather, which I'm not sure I believe that totally. But Jimmy G mm-hmm. certainly can play in the cold weather. I'm not worried about that guy yeah. playing in the cold But an, uh, yeah. another thing, no. too, Joe, is maybe I'm hearing rumors about maybe some of these other quarterbacks, you know, maybe like a dark horse like Dak Prescott, you know, if they're willing mm-hmm. to give up on him. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, Stafford, um, the Rams are way over the cap and – Maybe they they have to reset a little. They have some. They're like mm-hmm. fifty million over the cap. So mm-hmm. maybe they want to draft somebody. You know, Michael Floor is so good with young quarterbacks. Maybe maybe they really want to put a young quarterback in Michael Floor's hands. You know, to develop them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens going forward. There's a lot of rumors swirling. All right. I don't know about the Rams. They, yeah. Again, they they have a lot of issues with draft compensation as well. I know they've traded off a lot of. A draft conversation. Oh, I don't yeah. know where they're at with their first rounder. So, I mean, we'll see. But again, a lot of the cap mm. numbers, the Saints are over the cap every single year. I swear. They are. Like 50, 60 million over cap every year. And then all of a sudden, they make like two or three moves, and then they're yep. 10 million under the cap. <laughs> you yep. know, so I, you know, I know cap, cap, I, don't, you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. But I'll tell you what, we'll That's see. Perfect. Dak Prescott being on the move, I think, uh, I don't know about that. Jerry Jones loves that man. Uh, but, you know, there's other things that they'll build around, and he does have, you know, a, a big, pretty big contract still with them. So we'll see what happens going mm-hmm. forward. But I tell you what, Carr and Aaron Rodgers to this point, you know, are the guys we're chasing. But I keep telling people Mike White could be an option as well to bring back. I'd like that. I don't know if we'd sign Tannehill and uh, Jimmy G. I think that Mike White would probably be the guy we bring back. We might bring Jimmy G in as well, and Zach Wilson would be within that scrum. I could see that. But the New York Jets mm-hmm. have some options, and Joe Douglas has to make the right decision. Now, before I let you go, Ted, I want you to give me your thoughts, man. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce, Offensive Rookie of the Year, oh. uh, Garrett Wilson. Yep. We got Hall of Famers oh. going in and Revis and Klecko. Man, give me – how are you feeling right now as a Jets fan watching our guys get their just due? No, well, that's why Douglas – Douglas, as far as I'm concerned, is GM for life. 
I mean, if he keeps doing what he's yeah. doing and, you know, yeah. he's taken a, a guy out of Cincinnati and number four, uh, you know, a mm. corner and everyone, a few people are scratching their heads like, oh, you know, what are we doing here? And, and it's like, yeah, the guy didn't give up a touchdown in college. And, mm. you know, it's um, – and Garrett Wilson's a stud too. I mean, he played yeah. at the top college, Ohio State. He played with Lavi and they had a heck of a team. Um it's great, Joe. It's it's great to see young players, and Brees Hall, too, is another one. He could have been Offensive Rookie of the Year um, but if yeah. he didn't get hurt. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm happy for them, happy for Klecko, and hopefully it'll, the building blocks are there. But we just, like you said, we, we need competent quarterback play. Some, somehow, some way, we have to get that, that fixed. We do have to get that yeah. fixed ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Now, yep. before I let yep. you go quickly, Super Bowl mm-hmm. pick, Eagles, Chiefs, mm-hmm. who you got winning, who you got losing, how do you think it ends up? Uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts played particularly well last game. I know the defense is good that he played against, but if he plays like that again, he had 170 yards passing. I think the Eagles, mm-hmm. Eagles are going to lose by double digits, quite honestly. I, I Okay, okay. Uh, you got an experienced quarterback like Mahomes and Hall of Famer like Kelsey and Andy Reid. I just Mahomes always finds a way. You know, he always mm. finds a way. Okay. So I like the Chiefs. I really do like the Chiefs in this game. Okay, all right. But taking the Chiefs. It's the NFL, it. Joe. It's up to the referees yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, taking a shot. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right, Joe. Take it, man. All Have right. Ted taking a shot at the refs. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers next. Oh, we just missed Phenom. Hopefully Phenom gets back on. We're going to go to Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. All right. Rusty salutes. For those of you that do not know Rusty. Salute, oh, Sam. Savage. <laughs> Rusty, I want to thank you for calling in, man. We're talking uh, quarterbacks tonight. I'm looking at the situation. Aaron Rodgers off the table, Carr off the table. I'm thinking Jimmy G could become an option. What say you, man? Hey, what's up, Joe? Salutes, fellow savages, and Joe yourself. Uh, thank you. Salute. Yeah, no, I'm. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, yeah, no, I'm. I'm not a Garoppolo person, man. I've. Okay. I don't know, man. I've. I've. I've always had a thing for Jacoby. Honestly, he's okay. Jacoby, percent. Yeah. I, I, yep. So I, I mean, the way that I view it, our defense and keep our draft picks trade out of the first as many times as possible. Acquire, you know, rack stack and just unload on the NFL. That being said, I mean, I, he's better than Trent Dilfer. He's better than Brad Johnson. Our defense is on par with. You know, in this type of generational, because of how the offense and those refs are, is on par with a similarity of, you know, like a Ravens or Buccaneers. That type and this mm-hmm. type of, you know what I mean, just just doing work. And, I, I mean, I, I, I hope we go for Jacoby. And then, you know, with our last pick, you know, get Max Dugan. Get Mad Max. Oh. Let's see what happens. Let Zach and him battle it out. Put Strebler at, like, fullback or something. 
He's like Tebow, but he can pass and block better. So he might as well use him for something. And, you know, he's like, you know, he's he's Tebow's evil twin with all those tattoos. I don't know what it is, but he okay, just reminds yeah. me of Tebow's evil twin. And, all right, well. you know, get get a big man on defensive tackle like uh, like Sayaki Akia or Colburn or Mazzy. And that kills me to say it because I, I'm a Buckeye, so I, I hate the Wolverines. But, you know, I can't deny what they do. Well, and then especially, too, that's why I say Max Dugan because he took them out. But go ahead, brother. What yeah. were you saying? Yeah, here's, here's my thing. And just going back to the quarterback situation, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, Jacoby Brissett is an option as well, and we'll as we continue to explore, you know, the quarterback situation. Jacoby Brissett is a guy that's out there that could uh, come in here and, and be competent as well. But when I look at it, mm-hmm. I say to myself, Jimmy G has such a familiar, familiarity with the system and the coaching staff. So oh. I think that he could come in here and really do some great things as well. And I know he got injured last season and his time with the Niners is done. But we've seen him have success. We've seen him go to a Super Bowl before, 2019. He's one of the most accurate True. quarterbacks in 49ers history. I think uh, two years mm-hmm. ago he had 3,800 yards. Like he's a guy that can handle business. So when I look at the situation, if we miss out on Rodgers – and Carr goes elsewhere, you know, hey, you know, we could end up with, with Jimmy G and it wouldn't kill us. It wouldn't kill us at all. Um, but Mike White, I also think, would be a factor as well there too. And I would love to possibly see us bring in Jimmy G, bring back Mike White, and Zach Wilson, you know, clearly still being on the roster as well, and carrying those three quarterbacks like that. I think that would be a good move for us too. But I also want to get your thoughts on Carr, right? To this point, Carr has met with the <sighs> The asking price as oh, of now <laughs> is a th- <laughs> the asking price as of now is a third round pick, right? Are you surprised mm-hmm. that the Jets, at least publicly, it seems like, have not really been you know hot on trying to grab Carr? He's meeting with the Saints. There's been nothing uh, you know announced that he's going to meet with the Jets. What are your thoughts on the Jets not? you know, reaching out and trying to grab this guy as well. Do you think that we're as all in on Aaron Rodgers as every rumor seems to be? Just hear me out real quick. <laughs> Go ahead. I, well, and then and now with Carr, it, it's, it, it won't work for us. A, you know, wow. the cold okay. weather thing. And, yeah, that's a thing. And he's 0-7 in that. And when it matters in crunch time. Just it, when you break down those types of things, it's it's not good, you know. Like he he over, he, I love his fight, but he overdoes it, and you know, like less is more in that way. You know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. He he seems to to frig up, you know, a little bit too often, mm-hmm. and his demeanor, you know, like God bless him. You know, I, I love a guy with passion, but man, those tears come here with the, he'll get torn the freaking pieces. And mm. like God forbid he has a terrible game, you know, we're we're ruthless. You know, I might not be one week, but somebody else definitely is. And they're you know <laughs> and you know, we're ruthless as Jeff fans. I know I'm proud of it, but you know, it doesn't always work mm. out in our benefit sometimes. I don't think I think it would mentally break him. The cold weather thing, the and then should what should be first is just the the price tag. And and then like you were saying, the third round pick I mean, there's so many different ways we can go in the third round, especially this year. Uh, like Papo, uh, if Voorhees, uh, Avilia, any one of those guys, and not to mention, yeah, but, you know, tra- trading back. Here's, but, sorry, here's, go ahead, here's my question, though. 
No, and I hear you. Yeah. Here's my question. Even to some of your points, the cold weather thing I, I think is a bit overblown. They play Denver oh, every single year in Denver, and it's freezing in Denver. We all know that. This year in Denver, or this past season, he had 300, 307 yards, two touchdowns, and had an OT win with the Raiders. And that was in Denver, okay? He, well, that in was 2019, a- he went off. He had 319 yards and a touchdown in 2019 in Denver, and I think it was 23 degrees there. And there's other games as well. He's went off in Denver. It's freezing cold. I really believe that this cold weather stuff is a bit overblown with him. But I will say this, okay? Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about the third-round pick. A third-round pick for this type of production from a quarterback, right? Any third-round pick you get, you would pray that they would become Derek Carr. You would pray. So yeah, why not go grab true. the finished product? $40 million because... for a quarterback of his ilk is, is literally nothing. And I think a big reason why Jets fans look at the look at the money is because we haven't had a, a franchise guy like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback in this league. They don't grow on trees. We all know that, right? We've been looking for a guy. We've been looking for a Derek Carr for since Chad Pennington, and that was however long ago. So I would make oh, the move. I Chad. have nothing, no issues with it whatsoever. But give me your thoughts, man. I'll give you the final word on it. All right, but to that too is you know. Q, Q has to get paid, bro. Like, I, I stopped calling him Baby Q. He deserved it. You know, like, ever since he blew up on the sidelines, like, week two, and then yeah. he did him, I was cool with it. You know, the braces came off and the smile disappeared, mm-hmm. and then the, the good smile came in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he had enough, and I loved it. Like, he went the right of way on a blow-up, you know? Him, yeah. you have to account for, eventually you're going to have to pay – like not only sauce, you're gonna have to, dude. You're gonna have to pay AVT. You're gonna have, you know, yeah. there's there's little hidden things, and then that forty million dollars, and then plus New York State tax, you have to account for that. I don't know if Carr is gonna do any of that type of thing. Not Carr, uh, well, Carr and Rogers, but yeah. And then you have to take into like the draft is huge this year. It's not like how the '90s are. It is this mm-hmm. year is that year where offensive linemen is, oh, my God, it's so ripe for the taking. Linebacker, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like between mm-hmm. the, the Papos, the Abates, uh, the mm-hmm. Morgans, uh, Morgans a tackle from Arizona. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's it, it's lush. The thing that's missing is mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Thank God we don't need a mm-hmm. corner, but they're still ripe there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we can plug our hole so like now, you know, like it, it's, yeah. it's, it's to the, no, it's to the thing to where now, if you're going to pay car that much, you're, mm-hmm. and then give up draft capital. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if it came down to it, I, I don't, that's the thing. I don't want to give up any draft capital. None. And uh, I, it's just the that. amount of kids that are coming out in the past last, yeah. last two years and the next five years coming is insane. So, no, listen, and, and, I, and I hear you. I, I hear you, and I get it, but at the end of the day, we need a quarterback. I know people don't want to give up draft capital, but look at look at how much capital we've wasted on QBs these past couple of years. That's high the only thing we can't draft. Sam Darnold didn't work out here. <laughs> yeah, high first-round pick for Sam Darnold didn't work out here. To this point, Zach Wilson hasn't worked out here. It's insane. But Rusty, That and safety, it's like the two to... QBs, one of the defense, one of the <laughs> yeah. offense. We just – yeah, but Come on. Let's go. Me, <laughs> that's why I want Skinner and Brandon quickly. Joseph. Chiefs, Eagles, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? 
Eagles. I want them to win. I'm rooting for them. Screw the Giants. And if they do anything, I'm dead. Uh, I'm dead. Dead certain. Sorry, I almost dropped it. But like, Go ahead. yeah, man. I, I and then I hope we mirror ourselves off the Eagles. That's you know, I, I okay. really do. Yeah. And yeah, no. I, I man, Eagles yeah. fans. I know, we've had some ruffles and tussles in my life, and they put up a good fight, and I'm all with them except eating the horse dung. You know, but yeah, it is what listen, it is. Listen, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was phenomenal to speak to you. Oh. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, my friend. We're going to get to the last caller very quickly. My guy, BK, we're short on time. We literally got a minute. Salute to you, BK. As we know, I'm talking savage. BK, we're short. I'll give you a minute and some change. Give me your thoughts. Jets, offensive rookie to your defensive rookie to your sauce. Garrett Wilson, Hall of Famers, how are you feeling about that, man? Quickly. I'm feeling great, man. I mean, Sauce, Sauce, I always said it from the beginning. I knew he'd do what he did this year. Garrett Wilson's a stud. And I'm just impressed with what they have, man, with these two guys. I'm looking forward to seeing them do do the same thing even more in the coming season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, before I let you go quickly, give me your thoughts, man. Are you all in on – would you be willing to take Jimmy G, Carr, Aaron Rodgers? Who's your quarterback? Who's your choice? I I, I would like to take either one of them. Either one of them is a big improvement, period. (laughs) Okay, so let's stop the game. We know this for a fact. We're going to get (laughs) 20-plus touchdowns with 83 of them guys. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Super Bowl pick, Chiefs, Eagles. Who is it? Eagles all day. Eagles got this. Okay. BK taking Eagles. Listen, salute to you, BK. Next time I have a show, call in earlier. I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? No problem, bro. Peace and love. All right, you have a good one. So BK calling in. Now we're going to close up the show. Whew, this is a hot one. <laughs> Callers going back and forth. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search D Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, we need some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at D Long Beach Joe. At the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll me. No issues. I'm the troll that is under the bridge. And I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right. So go ahead and follow me, and I'll troll you. I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. You want to troll me, no issues. Troll me in the comments, and we'll go back and forth. And as always, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you, folks, for taking the time today day to call in, listen to the show, and interact with your boy any way you can. Salute to all the savages. You folks have a good one, all right? Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.